so. Hey! This is JJ and Alex. I made a name for myself, I told you I won't be denied. As you wrap up your day, it's time to get your fix of the teams you live for and the sports you love. This is JJ and Alex, presented by G2G Bars on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Welcome on in. It's another edition. It's a 2000s edition of the JJ and Alex program here at 97.5 EKSL Sports. No, keep it pumped up. Let's go. Bring it up. Come on. How are we supposed? Outcast has aged well. This is how I, this is college right now. I can hear this. Some hey, yeah. Really good stuff from the 2000s. There's also some really awful things that came out of the 2000s. Music wise, especially. My heavens. Pop culture-wise, just a horrific decade. JJ went through today, and it actually made me hate humans. Because he went through the list of the reality shows that came and and went. And then some that just stayed, obviously. (laughs) Unfortunately. (laughs) But the 2000s was the decade of, obviously, some pretty darn good jazz basketball teams. And that's why we're, of course, honoring 2000s night tonight at the uh, at the Hornets v Jazz. The thankfully the All Star Weekend is is behind us now mm-hmm. in the rearview mirror. We're back into basketball, and tonight they're going to be honoring some 2000s uh, players. We're going to go through our 2000s list. Do John and Carl still make the All Decade team of the 2000s? Just because they were technically in the 2000s? Yes, have to. Right? They still were making playoff series. On top but of the that, the funny thing is, when we could get it, this is an interesting debate. Who's your starting point guard okay. on the Jazz All 2000s team? Because I'm going to be very honest with you, and I know a lot of longtime hardcore Jazz fans are not going to like what I'm about to say, but 2000s Darren Williams was better than 2000s John Stockton. It wasn't even close. Yeah, I don't disagree. I mean, 2000s John Stockton, we're talking about, I mean, he only did two. What did you have? Two seasons, two or I three mean, seasons? Technically three. Yeah. If you combine, you know, if you look at it that way. Yeah. But then, do you say the best power forward in the two thousands wasn't Carl Malone? It was Mehmet Okur <laughs> or Carlos Boozer or the Booze? Um, Carl Malone still scored fifty points in a playoff game right. in the year two thousand. So I'd probably still have to go right. with the mailman. But it's close yeah, because but the, Boozer was a two time All Star. But the ultimate betrayal uh, to go to the Lakers. Might take you down the list a little bit at the very end of the career. Well, yeah, we have Lakers suck yesterday. They suck again today. <laughs> they did back then, especially. They didn't get the title, did they, Carl? My goodness. I guess my brain just separates Don Stockton, Carl Malone from that era of jazz basketball. Oh, yeah. I really just focus on the Darren Williams, Boozer, Memo, Andre Kirilenko teams. Well, we've and got that run they made. We've got a full day of running down the best and the worst of the two thousands. The best. Music from the 2000s, the worst. Despite my best efforts, I tried to get Dashboard Confessional on the program today. And you know what? I Actually, when we started to listen to it during the the, uh, pre-show meetings, I said, it's better we don't listen to it. It's better that we don't. Those are bad bad memories. Those were breakup songs of the 2000s, the early 2000s for me. We're not going to get emo today. We're not going to do it. (laughs) All right. There's no reason for that. We've got tons. Oh, here we go. (laughs) 
Boy, every song started like this in the year, in the 2000s. Oh. It wasn't like a rap a rap tune or R&B. It was so bad because the decade before there was a punk revival and then all these bands, like Faked these it. young bands thought they okay, we're going to do punk but we're going to make it right. sound like pop. Faked it. And we're going to make money doing it. And it was just so bad. Why so is bad. this guy so sad all the time? Yeah. All right. Well, these guys were Taylor Swift before I'm Taylor gl- Swift. <laughs> that's that's mean. Like that's you, mean you, to Taylor Swift, bro. You could take dashboard confessional lyrics, throw it into a Taylor Swift song, you wouldn't know the difference. Yeah. All right. We got to get into the show. <laughs> We've got tons to get through. So many uh Look, we just want to take you down memory lane. This was I graduated from college in 2005, and so I was like, you know, that uh that early 2000s, half of that decade was dedicated to really bad TV, really bad movies. We've got all of it for you. Because really bad also could equal really, really good. All right? Maybe to you. So let's kick the program off as we always do. It is a Thursday edition of the program. Let's get right to the cut right off the bat here. It's time for the biggest story of the day. This is what made the cut with JJ and Alex on 97.5 The KSL Sports Zone. Uh, oh, what's going on here? I was wondering. I was like, dude, speaking of a, th- a two thousand, the year two thousand throwback. Hey, hands. Hands has cash. Thank you for donating to my <laughs> child's uh, school lunch fund. Hands has cash, by the way. Like, what? It, it, this is a throwback to the two thousands. I'm glad you're honoring the jazz with your carrying cash around. What's great is JJ's over here acting like Alyssa Milano. <laughs> 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 like I need to donate to anything in your family, hey, JJ. He's got that. He's got that TV money. <laughs> he's got the TV money, man. Yeah, yeah. God, this is this is crazy. No, we were just. I was asking Hans, what were the what the uh, the best years of his life? Uh, like, were those in the two thousands? And he went. There was a very specific answer, and it was also without hesitation. Will you give us those numbers again? Ninety six to two thousand six. <laughs> I got state championships in there. Yeah. I got contracts, professional contracts. Oh, yeah. You got Lavelle. I, I, I got an ego. Like, I had a belief that I actually mattered in this world Good for, for you. a minute. <laughs> Good for you. Like, it was a, there was a time. And, Gosh. of course, life taught you differently. Oh, it beat you down. At some year. It at beat some you point down. in time. Um, 07, it got real. <laughs> it was, ooh. Uh, was but a lot I can, going on. I can safely say life started in 1999, February 13th. Oh. What a great day. Marrying yeah, the, I was gonna say, the love of my life. I was going to say. You're that, trying to make up for Valentine's Day right now? Uh, yeah, I, I, I forgot. You got married the day before? <laughs> Valentine's Day? Is it just so it had it built oh, in? That's I com- yeah, I comboed it. It's so you built it in. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I comboed it. I knew that it needed to be a full, enveloping, romantic weekend, and mm. now that's what it is. You're a genius. Yeah, it, it's worked out. You'd be like, no, it's that's for our anniversary and Valentine's. That's for everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Smart. enjoy these flowers <laughs> from Jimmy's flowers. See, and I got, <laughs> see, and I got, well, you know what? Again, it's, it's all making sense it's right beca- now. It's, it, it's you all know, making sense. Enjoy. But you got the, you got the double, I mean, you had the, it was, you got the big bundled flowers though. Oh and it yeah. It yeah. so much. Yeah. yeah and Jimmy's it costs a, so much. And they, those things are still on the counter looking all fresh. Yeah. And I'm um, like, enjoy the spa package from Spa Trivia. <laughs> you, <laughs> you guys and, know me all too and well. And listen, but to start the meal off tonight, 
here's a G2G bar for the appetizer. <laughs> <laughs> he walks out of the studio with a G2G bar. I'm sorry. Did that fill you up? Well, wow. let it be the full course. Well, uh-huh. I'll put the lobster thermidor back in the fridge then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For another day. Hey, I love the show, guys. You guys are killing it. Thanks, Hans. Y- y- you make my drive home a blast. Yeah, well, you, well, thanks for the being. It's a tough follow. You guys, it's hard. Oh, no. Oh, but days really like hard. today, though, we're going to have a ton of fun. There's going to be so many 2000s memories you're going to have. You're going to have to dip into today. Awesome. Sports memories, life memories, all of it. We're well, going to we're going to hit all of it. Today. Well, I'm going to go jump in my car and enjoy it. Let's Thanks, do guys. it. There you go. Hans Olsen, everybody. Carries cash in the year 2024. Was he doing a KSL classified deal? You still got deal? those gold bars? <laughs> He's doing a KSL classified deal. That he deal. bought in 2020? There you go. Freaked out. Nice. I'm just kidding. I have no idea. Hey, guess what? Uh, like I said, we already hit the cut, didn't we? Yeah. yeah that was Did when, we? That was when Hans came in. <laughs> uh, I don't remember. Hans totally threw me off. I got Steve. He that, you know stayed what? here the whole time. I was like, that's, that was actually, that actually, you know what? If you have a 10-year span of winning state high school championships and going to the NFL, it's pretty darn good. Like, that's a good – so he's right. Like, he's not going, oh, no, it was the – it was the – it was those years were the best and these were the worst or whatever. Like, none of those – he's like, no, it absolutely was this decade. So it's awesome. Now, that being said, he and uh, Scotty have had a pretty good darn – pretty darn good run too. So it was, it was nice that they got together. So that was good. All right. Uh, yes. The cut brought to you by G2G Bars. Like I said, all natural ingredients, no preservatives. The G2G Bar is a perfect protein bar. Uh, you can find them at Costco, Holiday Oil, Maverick, Associated Foods. Also popping up at the 7-Elevens and Smiths across the uh, Wasatch Front as well. We've seen a bunch of those. So uh, tons to do here. We've got to get into it. And, and, and again, it, unless it's something that if you're looking at this, at, at tonight's game, and you're going, oh, man, this Jazz team's going to look bad in the second half. It's a good it's a good one to get started with because this is a built-in W tonight. Am I wrong? Am I wrong that this is an auto an auto W tonight Do you for the want Jazz before I get into W's it? for the Jazz right now? Well, I mean, <laughs> that's a different conversation maybe, but yeah. maybe this is a conversation we have to have today because I'm 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 in this weird place where you want the Jazz to have that winning vibe and culture moving forward, but it doesn't benefit them. To kind of be in the middle here, where they don't make the play in, but they don't get that pick. You gotta yeah. Keep, it, 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 what, what do we do? What do, I what, get it. What's the goal here? Is my point between now and the in the next twenty six games that's left in the season? What is the goal here? So it's development the, of the current right. guys in the roster. You want to get nights like you had from uh, from Keontae George a little bit more frequently. Absolutely, absolutely. You like want. he had on Thursday. I don't know. I mean, my my thing is is that what did we say the best scenario was for them in terms of their draft and all the stuff? Is it to finish 13th? Is that the best option for them? Or is it 12th? What was the best version of how this thing can go down if they don't make the playoffs? They don't, if they don't make the play-in, then what's the best version of this? You got you want to keep that pick at this point because right. you need the, you need the the chances you can take in the draft. And you're not in the you're draft. You're trying to this build year, the right? roster Yes. You are good enough this year to be a playoff team. So what do you need? What's more important right now? Finishing 11th in the West or keeping that pick? Which one would you choose? Yeah. Because 11th in the West doesn't get gets you in you the no- play-in. Gets you nothing. It doesn't get you your pick. <laughs> right. So this is a weird place again, kind of like where they were last year, where obviously they, don't, they didn't have a situation with having to convey a pick. Again, I got convey into the show. Uh, you know what? 
We need to like have a dinger every time I say. <laughs> well, not just that. We should have also a. Uh, it's been zero days since we've worked the word convey into the program. Yeah, there you go. He's con- he's conveyed the pick. That's like when somebody goes, "Oh yeah, he tendered the offer today." I'm like, "Stop saying tendered." It's not a chicken nugget. Just he signed it. Just say he signed it. Come on. Uh, so many things though about the 2000s and this jazz team. So they're going to honor the 2000s and the jazz decade. And look, the 70s decade, the 80s decade, and then going into the 90s decades, now you're starting to lose. Like, Locke is like, ah, <laughs> I don't have a bunch of my favorite songs from the 2000s. I was steeped in my professional career. Uh-huh. Right, 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 right. Bowler's not going, oh, yeah, my favorite my favorite band from the 2000s, Dashboard Confessional. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, not Bowler's pick. Bo- I don't think Bowler's emo. <laughs> Could you? Yeah, he's probably more uh, Aria Speedwagon listen, than Dashboard Confessional. I would if assume. you could, if you could tonight, if I could pick, and Bowler's got beautiful hair, but if you could go Jimmy Butler on Bowler's hair, <laughs> we went <laughs> just, for emo, just for the two thousands night, go please. totally emo. I he's love too, it. He's too pro. He's too good for that, and he is. He's way better than us. Yes, <laughs> so he there is. you go. All right. So in the year in the two thousands, what was the best part of the two thousands for the, uh, for this Utah Jazz franchise? Now, by the way. We were still firmly planted in the in the uh in the Coach Jerry Sloan era. Yeah. Albeit the tail end I of it. I think his best coaching was in the two thousands. He kept the streak if I'm alive. Honest. Right. He kept the playoff streak alive. One hundred percent. And he kept as I long mean, as he could. As long as he could. Obviously <laughs> he was, it ended in two thousand three, but a lot of jazz fans look back on that two thousand three four season right. when they were picked to win nine, ten games, and Andre Kirilenko became an all star and you had a, a Team led by Carlos Arroyo, point guard position that fought each and every night. Raja Bell. Oh, Raja Bell. Yeah, there was there was there was some good moments there, but it was a transition for sure. And so, what's what's the what was the peak? It was obviously oh six oh seven. Yes, you had two All Stars, and you had Darren Williams emerge after his rookie year in oh five oh six, and they made an incredible run to the Western Conference Finals. Yes, it was aided by. A first-round upset by the Golden State Warriors over the one-seed Dallas Mavericks, a team that won 67 games. But who cares? Yeah. They made it to the conference finals that year and uh, ran into a San Antonio team that wasn't going to be denied that year. And you look back on that decade, Yeah, and if it weren't for the Lakers and Spurs teams, who knows what that group could have done. Who is your starting five for your 2000s Jazz team? Can I, should I make it easy on you and just say let's throw out John and Carl just for the sake Don't, of having yeah, the argument? Not, let's not include them because in we the know because we know obviously where they stand on the but in then the history. You're part essentially of it. taking the starting lineup of those teams. You're going to go Memeto Court Center. Okay. You're going to Carlos Boozer power forward. Got it. Uh, small forward. Not AK. Andre Karolinko easy. Okay. Yeah. So we got AK in there, and then uh, your two guard. Ooh. Now, that's the difficult one, <laughs> right? That's the difficult one. Because you got a lot of options there, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, Ronnie Brewer was a part of that group. Um, you know what? I, this is going to – I'm going to go Rajah Bell. Okay. And then your your one is My, It's uh, obviously D-Wing. Darren Williams. Yeah. And then you've got you, – the tough part is a guy that I would love to put on the list, but he was also a, po- a power forward during that time and then ended up playing for the Jazz in the next decade was Paul Millsap. Oh, Paul yes. Millsap was a great story, second-round pick, and, and he, he was – it was kind of funny as, as jazz fans. I know the vast majority of them, I mean, didn't love Carlos Boozer because he was just kind of aloof. 
and you saw Paul Millsap out there, and it's like, I kind of like Paul Millsap's a Jerry guy, and Paul Millsap was, he really fit the Jazz DNA, as we've always heard. And there was, it felt like sometimes fans loved Millsap as much, if not more, than than Carlos Boozer. But uh, it's been nice to see Carlos Boozer come back and really embrace Utah again and, and be more visible and be around. It's been pretty cool to see that, and we're going to see him out here tonight. But that would be my starting five. You, who's your Who's your five? I would be. I would have to mimic that. I guess maybe you could. You could say, uh, yeah, Ronnie Brewer. Maybe could be. Could have been that. Uh, could have been that two. Maybe. I'm trying to think of. I'm trying to see. I. I'm negative. I'm. I'm one of those guys that got. I'll find the. I'll find the weirdness of. Because uh, I went straight for who would be the most awkward guy who made an appearance at the game tonight for the Utah Jazz from those two thousands years. I think it's really cool that Derek Fisher came back for tonight's game. I think it's really a nice deal. It's a nice, it's a nice deal. Uh, that that uh, would that have been the first time he even landed an airplane in the stadium? That would stadium? be a, a, almost like a WWE moment, right? Oh, here he comes! Now, would there be like a little? He bit lied of, to get out of two. Right? Would there he be? He lied a, to get out of two contracts. Would there be? He's a, back uh, again. Would there be a moment like a cathartic moment for Jazz fans who? Give him a standing ovation, and uh, and and everybody would be healed by just by Derek Fisher coming coming in. I don't know. I mean, to me, to me, there are there were guys. I mean, that's a the, complicated era. Well, of yeah, because jazz basketball. Well, well, yeah, but well, at the same time, Derek Fisher is also playing on a really good team at that moment, yeah. right? Because he was in that 0607, uh, you know, he was on that 0607 roster where Mehmet Okur made the All Star team. Yes, um, they were in the midst of beating Jeremy's uh, very difficult to beat Houston Rockets. Was Hakeem still on the team at that point? Was the dream still on the team at that point? (laughs) You mean Yao Ming on the team? Sorry. Yao Ming the dream? Yeah. Yeah, Same guy. Again, complicated (laughs) era for Rockets fans, too, because you're post- well, the Tracy McGrady era. Remember the posters during the playoffs they made? Oh, no. The, <laughs> Scotty Pippen. Scotty. Yeah. Those, those jerseys. Those jerseys. So bad. The pinstripe jerseys. 30 year old playoff virgin. Oh, my. <laughs> or the second round playoff virgin. No. Yeah. What was it? It was something like that. I forgot about T Mac. I blew the uh, delivery you there. You forgot right. about T Mac? That's probably your third best player of all time in your franchise. Dwight Howard? No. Dwight Howard, <laughs> Vernon, Vernon Smith. Mac- well, Vernon the Jets Maxwell. on TV still uh, making Jet- a fool of himself. But the yes. Jet, by the way, might be just because of his TV run, might be the most recognizable uh, rocket behind Hakeem still. Charles, so there you go. Chuck, <laughs> uh, Chuck was very. That was his era too. All right, so so many things to go through on on the show today. So many so many things to honor. Obviously, during the uh, during the moments of of the two thousands, we're gonna get obviously to all of our. Our music picks uh, for the entire show of the 2000s, good and bad. I mean, I don't have any problem. But this is a a transformative moment. Those 2000s were big, right? Uh, graduated from college, got married. No, not in this order. Graduated from college, started working at KSL, got married, had my first child in the 2000s. Like, are you talking about my life? Oh, sorry. Is this all the same for you, <laughs> too? Exactly. Yeah. It's like you're just like a couple years here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, all that stuff happened to me in that decade, too. I know. So, guess what? A very formative period of time. Yeah. yeah. And it was weird for me because I, I was a lifelong jazz fan and grew up with the, you know, the Adrian Dantley, Daryl Griffith, and then into the John and Carl era. And then suddenly, I, in 2005, 
covering the Jazz was my job. And so I went from fan to covering it as my job, and that, that certainly throws you for a loop. Trust me. I'm telling you. It that, was, that was that a transition be, for me. This, Even though these aren't your best jazz teams of all time, to be able to transition from the John and Carl eras and to finally get to the moment where – but to still have these teams be competitive and be pretty darn good. Yeah. Even the 2003 team, like you were pointing out, didn't go to the playoffs, but they were 40 and 42, and they were supposed to win 13 games that year or whatever, 17 yeah. games. So that's the power of Jerry Sloan getting him through the 2000s. It wasn't a perfect era, but it was a good era, and Kevin O'Connor and Jerry Sloan deserve credit for that. There you go. Okay. Hey, all day, we're not only going to be honoring the 2000s jazz teams, but also it's a Thursday, which means our Hercules Hero of the Week, brought to you by Hercules Credit Union, is going to be uh, – we're going to read that out for you at 450. So that winner, the nomination is uh, on our desk. We've got it. And they're going to get a $50 Visa gift card courtesy of Hercules Credit Union. Home for the best coverage of the Jazz, Utes, and Cougars is right here on The Zone. This is JJ and Alex. Presented by G2G Bars. On 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Welcome back. We have to get to the chorus, so don't let oh, sorry, play. I don't want to talk over this. You can talk over it. No, that's fine. But when the chorus starts, we got to stop. That's only the rules. If, only if you sing it. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm not going to, because I'm a huge Jack White fan. I think he's one of the best rock musicians of this era. Right there with Dave Grohl. So I'm not going to do that. That would be blasphemy. But I love this song. I'll listen right this along with you. probably my top five song from the 2000s. Here we go. Yeah, man. Good memories. The, but the White Stripes aren't together anymore, are they? Well, it was just him and his sister, Meg. I, I know what I mean. Like The White Stripes are Jack White. He I know. plays all the instruments. But see, I was going to say, though, I'm saying, are they going to come, is it going to like James Taylor and the White Stripes this summer at, at uh, it's like we give out all these other tickets. When do we have to wait for when the for when the uh, James Taylor and the White Stripes? I'm right. We just played the we played the James Taylor commercial <laughs> in the break. We're talking about all these artists who are like they're that. Still, would be an interesting combo. They're still doing this. An artist from the '60s, an artist from the 2000s. Maybe is recognized. Yeah, I know. the hook on this song is as recognizable as any from the oh, yeah. from the 2000s decade. Okay, so listen. Yeah, this is very this is very college. You probably listened to this song while you were playing NCAA football. That's not in your dorm. Not inaccurate. I never lived in the dorm. EA Sports. Yeah. It's in the game. It's in the game. Wherever you lived. So that guy who does the voice, EA Sports. It's in the game. He uh He's no longer with us. No, I'm just kidding. He still does <laughs> You this. killed another he- guy. <laughs> just kidding. You did it again. He, no, he's, he's still with us. And I will say the last NCAA, the last NCAA football game that I purchased had featured uh, Larry Fitzgerald on the cover when he played for Pitt that final season. Uh, and he won the Blitnikoff Award that year before he went to the NFL. Uh, 2005 was the last year that I bought the NCAA game. 
And it just so happened to be also, like, that's the last time I bought it. I don't know when the last one was made, though. NCA 14. 14? Yep. So I, I will say, I think that part of the reason why is because I was on my, I was out of college. I was working. And I just didn't, that wasn't, I didn't have, I mean, I want to go, I don't want to go full, uh, you know, my dad, channel my dad here and go, I just didn't have time for that foolishness anymore. <laughs> Now, now I have all. Now I will find time for that. Wow, how you've matured! I know I'm such a mature dude. So, NCAA 2005, 14 was the last year it was made. 25 is when we're going to see the next one. July of this next year. Okay. Now the problem is, is the only the only system that I have in my house now is the Switch, which I know that they will not make it for. There's too much stuff going on. There's too much stuff going on. So. The Curry household how, needs an upgrade. I was going to say, how do I broach this conversation with my wife? Like, hey, NCAA football, it's coming out next year. Um, I'm obviously going to need to get it for my job, which she would almost, I could almost trick her on that. But then when I go, it looks like I'm going to have to get a brand new Xbox to also go along with this. The thing that my wife has, has absolutely told our kids like we are not bringing an X- xbox into this house she's one of those moms all right i barely was able to get the switch into the house it was because of covid i was like, oh, what else are we gonna do during covid come on we gotta play super mario party you, you're gonna have to figure this out because you gotta have it. i know so ea sports you're, you're an xbox family well we, we would be we would be an xbox be. family okay I, listen i got the original xbox that was what i played these games on i was a that was I was I had the original like it weighs like forty pounds, dude. That black mm-hmm. Xbox, you know, I can still picture and plugging those uh, plugging those the corded. You still had the cord, uh, you know, controllers that you plugged in, and now I'm gonna have to figure out a way to get NCAA football 2025 in my house, and I don't know how I'm gonna do it. I feel like this is a losing battle. That's how much control I have over things in my house. You played on a PC? Do you have a PC? No. I mean, I, I do. Yeah. What? What? I mean, just throwing it out there. Let's, listen, I'm already overweight. Apparently just nerds. I don't want to be looking like that guy. Who that? I don't want to be that guy. Who off uses of, a computer? I don't want to be that guy off of speaking to the 2000s. I don't want to be that guy off of South Park. Uh, <laughs> with the, uh, <laughs> no, let's not recreate that scene. With the carpal tunnel hand yeah, brace on and maybe I'm like, eh. Let's not do that. Not doing that. So... I will say, though, this is a huge deal. Now, the reason this is different is because the, – and the reason this has taken so long is because the NCAA games were the thing that got everything going yeah. about name, image, likeness. Name, image, likeness was something that we were like, what is that called? What's that thing called that uh, – oh, man, that UCLA player, the basketball player, didn't he get mad? Ed about it? I know, and that, that's what – we were like, who, who started fault. all this? It was Ed O'Bannon's fault. <laughs> and and by the way, every collegiate athlete needs to thank <laughs> it's Ed O'Bannon. Ed O'Bannon, <laughs> a mid-level uh, pro player at best. What he's known for is causing the biggest stir when it comes to he's name image likeness. NCAA champion. Yeah, it's true. If you went respectful. through, if you went through UCLA, you probably were at some point. Good odds, right? So all 134 FBS teams are going to be on there. If that's 85 scholarship players per team ea sports has agreed to pay 600 dollars an athlete remember 500 was popping up around there wasn't it jeremy oh. 500 was the first number so now the negotiations i don't know who they negotiated with 
Now the negotiations have stopped, and uh, they've come to an agreement. The $600 per athlete per year, I would imagine that if you're on the cover, though, you're going to get a lot more. I would imagine that there might even be some athletes in Unless there. Unless Caleb Williams is on the cover. But they still have to pay him. Or Jaden Daniels. But they still have to pay him. Because it was, I mean, back in the day, they'd have the player that was. Right, the year before. But they would. They, they were would guys be that going into the NFL. Yeah. So they could pay them. So that they could. So either but way. They, can, they don't have to worry about that now. So who would you put on right now? Who would make it right now who's still in college? If I was, I wouldn't. I would try to get Caleb Williams or Jaden Daniels on the cover. Not me. Who, who in college football is that face, that, that guy that's going to sell video games, that you're going to look at the cover and be like, ah, yeah, Jalen Milrow of Alabama? Because it's going to be a – Hey. I mean, it would have been J.J. McCarthy, but he's moved on from Michigan. Look, BYU fans wouldn't buy it, but Brian Johnson was on the cover at one point of this game. But why not Cam Rising? Okay. Cam Rising could be on the cover, and he would, and that would be like a legitimate – I think it brings up there. a good discussion – who, who is going to be the face of college football this coming season? No idea. $600 per athlete, and then they also negotiated a copy of the game. Of <laughs> course. That was funny. Throw that in. My client needs a copy of the game to be able to waste as much time as he can in college. <laughs> Please. You can uh, only work out so much in a day. I know. And by the way, if there's something these guys are good at, a lot of them in their spare time, it's video games. They work hard, but they have spare time. They're paying out a record $6.84 million to athletes for the rights to have their names in the game. The game will actually also include NIL, so you could like make you could like make a G2G deal <laughs> with with your guy. You could roll in there and make a you could make a a cheeseburger uh, chain deal. So as you're at you're at you're the or the athletic director, yes. you have a collective, right? And you convince that tech executive to give to the collective and right. put you over the top and win you a national championship. It's like when you're playing Oregon Trail and it's like so and so has dysentery, so and so is this. This one, the game pops up and goes, a local tech billionaire has just put one hundred million dollars into your collective, and you're like, <laughs> what? And you suddenly have all sorts of things to do. But this is part of the – and this is the and, part I love about the game. But then you get the next notification that says your coach has been busted uh, for sign stealing. <laughs> no, uh, seven players have hit the transfer portal during the first window. <laughs> You're like, no. See, when you do the game management stuff – but by the way, this is what you do. Any game that has the manager – That's what everybody wants right now. Right. If you have the game management stuff uh, on more Madden, than just the game. Kid, they want to have all that. My kid loves being a, a GM, I feel like, more yep. than he does playing the actual games on Madden right now. So – and it's the kind of thing where it's like, hey, guess what I have in my – I'm playing with the Browns because I want to give myself a challenge. Right? That's like kind of his thing. I'm like, oh, awesome. Who's your quarterback? Right? And then he's like, uh, Matthew Stafford. I picked him up in the uh, – picked him up as a – I got him on a cheap trade because you know he's he's kind of going into some of those final years. So we got him on we got him on the cheap. I said, well, there you go. That's the way you're going to be playing college football in the year 2025. And this is legitimately it'll be a 20 year gap from when I bought an NCAA football game. If I buy it, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, right, wait, I might wait. not get the chance. Utes, Cougars, Aggies, all in the game. Awesome, love it. Every FBS team. It. That means that. Uh, that you're going to see the locals, of course, here, and you're going to be playing with those teams, and that's what makes it so much fun. But can you still play on mascot mode? They have to bring it back. Pop-tart mode for the bowl game? I am. Ooh. I am. Who's the cowboy? Pistol Pete, is that his name? I'm Pistol Pete on the mascot game all the time because that 10-gallon hat looks so ridiculous <laughs> running down the sideline <laughs> on, the a 90, on a 99-yard uh, 
Bevo versus Pistol Pete is always fun, right? Or no, his name's not Bevo, by the way. It's like Hook'em. That's what it is. Well, what kind of crazy things could Cosmo do in the game now in the year 2024 based on what we see at actual games? Cosmo would be the that number one. See. Cosmo, If the Cougarettes aren't in the game, I'm mad. All right? Agree. Cosmo dancing with the Cougarettes needs to be part of the game. All right? No, the, the, the guy who's in the outfit of the Longhorn, that's Hook'em. Bevo is the guy, the actual animal that pees on the sidelines. Okay, so Hook'em is the – I got schooled on that by – Hanson and I got in trouble by the, uh, by the Texas Athletic Director, or the, the SID. He's like, excuse me, it's Hook'em? It's not Bevo? And we're like, get out of here. It's your last year in the conference. Move along. Yeah, give my horns <laughs> down, and we get, we get expelled. We get expelled from, the, from, from uh, Big 12 Media Days before, before it's even over, the first one. All right, we'll come back. Ethan Millard, by the way, is going to be with Hanson Scotty on Monday from Teton Wealth, helping you with your retirement plan. Visit uh, them at retireteton.com or just tune in on Monday. Find out how to get that deal. All right, we've got more around the corner. A Would You Rather, it's going to be a 2000s edition to honor this uh, Utah Jazz 2000s night tonight. Jazz versus uh, the Charlotte Hornets. We've got all of it. Coming up right here around the corner, 97.5 VKSL Sports Zone. Listen, everybody. Real-life hypotheticals to get your brain churning. As JJ and Alex ask, would you rather? Go, 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 shorty. It's your birthday. We're going to party like it's your birthday. We're going to sip a party like it's your birthday. And you know we don't give up because that's your birthday. You'll find me in the club. Bottle full of bub. Mama, I got what you need. If you need to fill the buzz. I'm in the having sex. I ain't in the making love. So come give me a hug. Is this Curtis Jackson? One of my favorite artists. Old Curtis Jackson. A.K.A. Well, I'm reading my script here. 50 cents. Listen, this is a thousand percent. Fifty cents. <laughs> well, uh, half dollar. He was one of my favorite rappers. <laughs> fifty so cent with was... inflation. How much is fifty cent worth oh, in two thousand twenty-four? He's a dollar thirteen for sure. At least. Thanks, Biden. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, yes, I will say that uh, fifty cent was definitely right there. The old college years. Uh, we were jamming it. We were jamming it. Listen, we knew how to rock down in Provo. We knew how to jam down in Provo. All right. Could you listen to this song on campus? You had to, leave, you had to go south again. This is an honor sure. code violation. You had to be well out of. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Rock and Royal, Rock and Navy. Rock and Navy. Uh-huh. Who is it that did this? Who is, who's the guy who did this? Oh, was it Cody Epps? Yeah, it was Cody Epps. This is Cody Epps' single. Rock and Navy. <laughs> so, look, very open minded down in Provo. You don't know that. You didn't know that. It's new and improved. Absolutely. No, yeah, you'd get told on during my era for listening to 50 Cent. Oh, you know you would. The artist. That weirdo. And the- <laughs> I can't believe it. Was he in a gang shooting? Oh, those are the guys I don't uh, jam with. Yeah, that's that was the that was the stuff I had to put up with. <laughs> what voice was that? That's just my roommate who was majoring in Arabic and definitely knocked on uh, – the door to our living room and told me that I needed to send my girlfriend home at like 1145. <laughs> you stink and I don't like you. See, I have to like, I have to like defend BYU all the time because I loved my BYU. How do you experience. defend that? I move like you have to find your people. You have to find <laughs> your group that you love down there, but it takes a semester or two. All right. That was my experience in Provo. All right. But yes, 
uh, Rock and Royal, Rock and Navy, but also Curtis Jackson, a.k.a. 50 Cent, into Clurb. <sighs> hey, uh, so I, w- I did want to bring up, JJ, uh, JJ's got a couple of the best, do you have the best movies from the 2000s? Oh, you man, have that's, that's tough. Uh What's the best movie? And tell me why it's not Anchorman. <laughs> That's good. Came out in 2004. In terms, in terms of comedies, hard to beat. What's the worst movie? And tell me why it's not Norbit. <laughs> wow. Okay. Why would you rip on Eddie Murphy like that? We were just talking it's about how amazing. not his best work. Let me just say that. Norbert. Oh, my heavens. A lot of great sports movies in 2000. Too many to mention. What do you have? Would you rather watch Remember the Titans or Dodgeball? Oh, remember the Titans. Because if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about that. What's uh, Friday Night Lights or Blades of Glory? The movies? Yeah. Would you, would you rather watch Friday Night Lights or Blades of Glory? See, again, you're going serious in comedy, but the answer is obviously John Heater. <laughs> uh, wait, is that Blades of Glory? Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Will yeah. Ferrell. And, is that Will Ferrell and, uh, and, uh, and John Heater? His yep. post-Napoleon uh, fame? Gosh, he ended up being able to do some quite... Hey, Benchwarmers also? Yeah. John Heater? Right? That's on the list. Napoleon, that, that's is, Napoleon is a 2000s movie. It is 100%. 2000, they're just celebrating the 20th anniversary. Boom. Let's go. That's very 2000s. All right, so. let me give you the worst sports moments of the 2000s. Okay. Ones that I witness, at least. Don Zimmer running out on the field to try to fight Pedro Martinez oh, yes. on the bench clearing, and then he, Pedro Martinez threw Don Zimmer by the head. Not good. That was one of the – that was one of, well, that was, although that was kind of a, an amazing moment. Good because it was amazing. Bad because it's bad. But Bad because it's Don Zimmer was 87 years old at that point, and he's no longer with us. Did he pass after that? Did Pedro Do we kill need him? to verify that on Google, or did Alex just kill another <laughs> did, person? No, Don, Don Zimmer, Zimmer has passed no, away. Don Zimmer is no longer with us, but— You're trying to keep your streak alive of killing people that are alive. He didn't die after that game, though, did he? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I hope not. About uh, 10 years ago. Also, awful <laughs> moment. Also, awful moment in sports. Uh, 2004, the Malice in the Palace. Oh, yeah. Ruined, ruined things for us. We couldn't have nice things after that. No. You couldn't have just your normal bench-clearing brawl anymore. That was a rough time in the The crowd NBA. had to get involved. Gosh darn it. Detroit, you ruined it for all of us. Well, we'll have some more uh, best and worst. How about the, the helmet uh, catch? That was in the 2000s, right? Oh, yeah. Giants upset the uh, Patriots. 18-1 and one Pats, dude, in 2007. Yep. That happened. Kobe dropping 81. Ooh, also in the 2000s. Yeah. Aaron F. and Boone. Excuse you? That's what they call them. I know. I'm, I'm just saying what it says here. Uh, That's what they say in Boston. There you go. I didn't make it up. I don't blame be, me. Don't send me your emails. I've and still tweets. got more. I, I just love that I'm like looking these up too. I'm like, look. Tiger Woods wins the U.S. Open. Oh, Tiger Woods. Red now, Sox Tiger, in the curse. Now Tiger Woods, his best Masters was 2000 though, right? When he broke the record, or is it 2001? Now see now. Still in that decade, right? Still in that same decade. Michael Phelps, here comes, absolutely. Here comes, here comes uh, Jeremy, our producer, with the swimming reference. <laughs> How many gold medals did he get? I, listen, Katie Ledecky has like 1,000 now, too. Yeah, you're welcome. Everybody. Wow. Wow. He just dismissed gets- one of the great athletes of all time. <laughs> Every- Mark Spitz, oh. One of the most decorated summer Olympic athletes of all time. Not impressed. I'm just saying, like, th- we have a lot of room on our – there's a lot of real estate on this show to not have to bring up a bunch of uh, – 
Champions, okay. <laughs> a bunch of champions. All right. All right. Joining us on the program right now. Today's Thursday, which means, of course, we're going to be talking about our Hercules uh, Hero of the Week coming up next hour. 